Thank you very much. Log Talk Radio.
uh, tonight is just near and dear to my heart because I have conversations with women and guys about this probably every week. So, uh, and I have some really good ideas, and I can't wait to share them. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, let me see, Mr. Don Juan, want to ask you anything real quick before we start. Mr. Don Juan, are you there? Yes, yes, yes. Is, How are you doing? Yeah, is, it, is there anything you want to ask him before he starts going into it? No, I think I'll let him introduce himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So. I mean. Well, I got something to kick it off. It's up to you. I'm taking notes. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to be doing. So I'm going to be asking a little bit of questions on the side, too, about this, this thing that's been going on. I know it's a concentration of idiocy in North Carolina. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't lie. But it's everywhere. But it's a pure concentration because I told you earlier before the show started what happened to that one girl. But, I mean, let's, let's go into it. Let's chop it down. I mean, what makes people want to do stuff like that, I mean? Well, you know, the blame is to be put on so many different levels. I'm sure, Don, and you would agree. Um, you know, it's our fault, it's their fault, it's the media's fault. There's a lot of blame to go around. But, you know, I found out something that's really, really interesting here that, you know, unfortunately many women themselves don't know why they date losers. <laughs> if, if they knew why they did, they probably wouldn't. And it's important to get a grip on reality. And once they do that, they can. I think they'll discover why they do this. Um, I guess to get into the meat of it, there's many, many different reasons why women date date losers. I mean, and I think that many of the listeners are going to agree with this um, if, when if, when they analyze it. Well, one is that women tend to be attracted to losers because they losers tend to be more interesting. Now this. This is really true. Um, one reason is because if you're a thinking man and you're a stable man, you're freaking boring, okay? That is just the way it's looked at. may not be true, but when you really think about it, you know, if you're the type of person if you want to see the waters change, the waters flowing all the time, a stable man doesn't kind of really show you an adventure, at least in their mind. And un- unfortunately, again, that is hype. That is something that is being taught that just is not true. Mm-hmm. You know, so so that that's just one of about I think a hundred uh, different <laughs> reasons I have here. But I think I think that is one of the one of the big ones. And um, any comments on that, gentlemen? Before we, oh yeah, I'll let Don one go first. Cause I know I got a lot to say on that one right there. Don one, anything you got to say? Uh, actually, that's true. Actually. <laughs> there aren't so many. There, there aren't so many smart people around for girls around. I don't know. No. So there's dumb people everywhere. Right. The losers, yeah. losers everywhere. They try to do some crazy stuff, which like right. girls they tend to fall in. I mean, love with. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. I hear you on that one, right? And, and on this moment, I was, of course, I was focusing on why women do at that point, but of course, we can talk about why men as well date losers. But, oh yes. <laughs> 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 that <laughs> yes, yes. And hopefully we have time to cover that too because oh man, men are in trouble. I'm guilty of it, so I <laughs> I know what I know what the deal is with that too. And I think it has a lot to do with control issues, but we'll talk about that. Shoot. Well, my my thing is this. I was talking to one chick, I had her ass go for real, I had to cut her off. She was she was like, you know what, I was talking to her, you know. I mean, I, don't, I ain't gay. I have my money. I'm single. I got my own place. I got all my stuff. Now, she said her and her girlfriend were looking for a type of guy that would have all these things. Of course. I was clearly standing. You know, they say that. But then she, the girl turned around and she say, 
I love to have drama. I said, what you mean drama? Like, you like to watch soap operas or something? She said, no, <laughs> drama, drama is good for your life. I said, no, the hell is not. I mean, why? See what I mean? See what I mean? That just totally backs up what I was just saying, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's and, not what they mean. They don't want negative drama. They just want something to keep them on their toes. You know? That's, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yep, yep. And that's, and, but that's, of course, where the line gets blurry because how do you differentiate? You know, that's the problem. So they say one thing, but yet they really want something else. For instance, women will tell you they want a man that's intelligent. Most women claim, I talk to, say this. That's not what they really mean. They want a man that is smart but not smarter than them. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> girl tell me, I ask a basic question, like, what do you want out of your life? What do you see yourself in five years? What do you want to be when you grow up? I mean, you already grown up. you 21, you know what I'm saying? You're you an adult, you know what I'm saying? Right. She's like, well, you know, you just stress me. I can't answer too many questions. <laughs> but it seems like I have to study to talk to you. Oh, what are you talking about? I ask you not like what what if two train buses or two trains travel at two different times, what time would they be at? You know, I didn't ask you that. I didn't ask you. So I'm like, whatever. Exactly, <laughs> man. Your thinking hurts, man. It's just like for some people, people really. People are, let me put it this way, when you think too much, you become un- uncomfortable if you're not used to doing it. And unfortunately, in our schools today, women, you know, our women and men, our young women and men are just not being really taught to think critically. It's like, you know, we're being taught to just follow too much. And that is difficult for a lot of people to do. And I think of a lot of women sat back and thought about, okay, wait a minute, why am I attracted to losers? I, 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 think, I, I think they get it, you know, and it's unfortunate that sometimes it takes women to have, like, you know, three or five baby daddies before they realize what's going on. True. Yeah, yeah, because cause that, that tripped me out, man, because she was like, you know, that's just too hard for me because, you know, I start thinking about it. And I told, you know, I do this show. She's like, well, you make me an example. I said, first, I was like, no. And then <laughs> after she kept going on, because cause it was just like this. It was like, what can you bring to the table? Because I listened to Tyreek Nasheed. He mm-hmm. talked about value of a man, you know. You know, he has this thing, but he's like, if you talk to a girl, you ask a question like this, besides you having sex and stuff or looking good and stuff, what can you bring to the table in a relationship? She said, I have nothing to bring. Oh. I'm like, you sure? I mean, you ain't counting your job. Well, that, that's it. I'm like, oh. oh. I said, nah, Self-esteem go issues, too. I guess that's huh. the next portion of it, right, gentlemen? A portion? That's that, that, yeah, that's another portion of this issue, isn't it? I mean, you, you just kind of hit right on it. Self-esteem issues. A lot of yeah. a lot of women don't really know their worth. Right. Yeah. You know, and so they think they need this. So what, let me break it down to you like this. Losers, again, I mean, they tend to be more aggressive than non-losers, for one. Losers uh, also tend to be more, what's the word I'm looking for? Because I don't want to say, uh, losers help a girl feel needed. Okay, and this is what I mean by that, and that's good. Women want a man that makes them feel needed, and this, I think, is why they end up getting with a lot of losers, because losers, in a way, it depends on the type of loser, but many losers can make a woman feel like she's needed, but in not the way she wants to be needed, and that's what's confusing. Losers depend on your ass, all right? And women are always complaining. They're saying, I don't want a man to depend on me, but that's exactly what you're attracted to, because you mix the feeling of being needed with this guy now being dependent upon you. And they get wrapped up on these guys who don't have jobs, and they depend on them to pay their rent. And that's another issue that uh, some folks get wrapped up in. Yeah, that's right. true. 
Uh, let me put it this way, actually. Uh, maybe a lot of times, you know, a lot of times you yourself attract uh, what type of people you like. I right. Mean, if you're a loser yourself, you're going to attract losers. No? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I think it depends on your standard of your thinking or your smartness that you attract that kind of standard That's to you. That's very true. That's very true. But then again, as you know, even sometimes smart people, we make big mistakes. We do. Um, we do. Yeah, we do. do. And I, I analyze that. I go, okay, why did I date this stripper who didn't graduate from high school? Why did I do that? You know, and yeah. and then of course I analyze and realize, okay, I got caught up in the idea of it of this exoticism. Right. You know, and once I realized that that wasn't important, then I I never dated a woman like that anymore. Oh. You know, but it takes people to sit down and think. Thinking is hard for a lot of us. It really, really is. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it is, because, hell, I mean, I tell people, look, man, it don't hurt to open the book. And they say, well, you know, what's the last thing I read? Zane, what about a book about knowledge to better yourself? Huh? Nah, that ain't interesting. I'm like, what? <laughs> Hello. Again, we're trained that. How many rap videos you've seen on, on BET talk about, get a book, make yourself knowledgeable? No, you don't see that. It's all about, look at my grills, look at my rims, let me slap you on your booty. You know, <laughs> Superman, let, let me super soak you. you know, that's what you hear. On videos, you know, you know, it's, 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 again, it's our fault. And teaching people to be independent thinkers, that's not going to sell. Yeah. So, again, we're setting ourselves up. Yeah, that's true. Let's go on to another one. I mean, what, what are some other issues with, with people attracted to idiots? I mean, is it the popularity or... <laughs> Oh, I got that one for you, too. <laughs> Go ahead. Dude, I'm telling you, I wrote, I wrote some notes, man, right before this show, man. They were flowing. But uh, Don, Don might agree here. Alpha males. Women tend, again, much like the peacock. The male peacock, for instance, as you know, it attracts his mate by flaring out its feathers. Okay? And that's how it attracts his mate. Because the one that just puts on the greatest show, well, th- there you go. And the female will be attracted. Well, alpha males tend to be that same way. They're kind of uh, boisterous. Some are flamboyant. Uh, they give it. They give a sense of security. It's false, but they give a sense of security. And a lot of thugs, by the way, have figured that out. Ladies, you've been had. The thugs have figured you out. They know now that all they have to do is put on this veneer of security, and you'll come running. And it's fake, but it's all a mate. It's like a mating game. They know the deal. The women have to be smart enough to look past that veneer and say, any, any male can do that. What else do you have to keep, me with, to keep me here besides your car, besides your clothes, besides the way you're carrying yourself? What does he think about the political climate? What does he think about religion? What does he think about so many other different topics besides the latest Enio video? Uh, I think they've been, taken for, for, they've been taken for a loop, and alpha males tend to exude that type of presence, and they're getting wrapped up in that veneer, and, and, and they're rare to find um, in, 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 in many of uh, women's everyday lives. Alpha males are just rare to find, uh, especially in professional environments. They hold back because they're in a professional environment, if they're mentally stable, that is. Uh, but when they go to a club atmosphere, there are plenty of alpha males. It's a smorgasbord of losers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Oh Jesus! <laughs> That's it. Help him out! Help him out! Oh man! Oh yeah, that is true, man. Because people are going to club. Oh, you ain't dressing right. Thank you very much. I'm like, okay, but you don't know anything about me. Cause that, that happens in church too. I was sitting with this one chick today, 
And she looked at me because I was dressed in clean cut. Then she just looked down like, whatever, you know. I'm like, damn, I'm just trying to give me some worship, you know what I'm saying? That is intriguing. I was going to bring up church. I'm glad you did, too. Oh, yeah, let's go to church then. Let's move okay. to church. <laughs> yeah, there's another bad assumption here, uh, unfortunately. We hear it all the time. We all grow up hearing it. You can find a good man or woman in church. You can find a good man or woman at a spa, at the grocery store, walking down the street, at Eckerd. Okay, you can find a good man or woman any damn where. If you assume that good men and women are in church, you are setting yourself up for failure. Churches have drug addicts. Churches have liars and stealers and thieves, I mean. They have all, they have all the same social issues, individual social problems that we all do in the street. Lot of, yeah, a lot of them are sinners asking for forgiveness. You know? Of course. Yeah. That's why they're in the first place, a lot of them. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, that's true. <laughs> I, I think church is like a, a club to me, to be honest. Oh, I mean, my boy, Shotan Glenn Johnson, he was telling me, he said, think about the difference of a club and a, and a church. He's right. like, okay, you don't have to pay to get into a club. Well, yeah, sometimes you do. Sometimes it's free, so many hours, whatever. Same thing with church. People be dressing all fly and stuff. Exactly and, right. And I'll be like, what? what's going on? And last week, if you got in touch with me last week, you would have heard a story about the girls that were dance, picking at people shouting in the club. Not club, the church. Because <laughs> <laughs> a preacher was doing a sea walk. And it was like, oh, you know, I'm thinking, you know, that's kind of funny because he's hopping off one foot going to the next, you know. I went laughing. I said, okay, maybe he's just happy. Then the girls out like they were shouting too, and they're like, ah. right, right. But they weren't shouting; they were picking at people, and mm. they taking off their shoes and dancing, and and there wasn't no music going on. So amazing, though, right? But notice, notice the power of that. You know, you you have a social leader, you know, doing one thing, and I mean, the church I think is a prime example of how we get so wrapped up into things that we just do and follow things without thinking critically. How many churches do you know where you can actually get up and just challenge what the pastor's saying? Ain't going to happen. And, uh, you know, we tend to just follow sources of power, unfortunately, and we don't really stop and think for ourselves. And I think that's some of the same thing we see in uh, our women today in the club atmosphere, you know, stuff like that. We're not, they're not critically challenging what they're looking at, and they're just getting wrapped up in the whole rapture of the experience you know, and not slowing down and thinking for themselves, like, do I really want to do this? Do I, is this even necessary for me to do? Important questions to ask, but yet you don't see it. I mean, I'm t- like I tell people all the time, people tend to think more critically about which car they're going to drive than they do what religion they choose or what uh, boyfriend or girlfriend they're going to have. Yeah, I mean, because it, it, it's kind of getting bad because I do be all mad because, you know, it's called nice guy syndrome that some people do. Now, he might come out his desk, but he just likes these proper and stuff. Right. You're like, well, you know what? You're nice. You're a little bit too nice. Too nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You know? I've been told that. I've been, I've been told that. I've been told, told that. I got told that by that weed head the other day. Right. <laughs> I, I knew then that. See, I lo- I've learned that they really mean something else. What they mean is that I don't think that I'm worthy. I mean, that's really all it is. You know, that, that, and that's the way I've been interpreting it lately, you know, because there's nothing wrong with, with you being nice. There's nothing wrong with me being nice. There's something wrong with them. Why wouldn't they want a nice guy? You know, and I'm not a pushover. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, you know. But I would treat you like you keep claiming, claiming you want to be treated. So now that you have it, what are you going to do with it? And I think a lot of women are probably scared 
you know, to, to finally say, wow, they're always talking about they want commitment and they want this and that, but when they finally find somebody that they could potentially be a life mate with, I think sometimes they get cold feet too, just like, just like men do. They go, oh, wow, this is now a reality. This could really happen. And I think wow. they get scared too because they thought, I think, evaluating their own self-worth and their ability to be in a committed relationship. Yeah, that that is so true right there. Any thoughts about that, Mr. Don Juan? No, but what uh, what he said earlier was uh, people that don't like to, you know, critically think about what's going on in around their environment is because one of the reasons is they don't want to be criticized if they do that. Now, you can't get up in front of the pastor and question him for things he's saying because, you know, all the other people might look at you and Very say good. you're crazy, right? Exactly right. The, yeah. That's the reason why they don't want to stand up for themselves. Right? Same thing with fashion. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing as you mentioned earlier, um, Evan, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. You know, it's, it's the same thing. People, woman, looking down on you, whatever, because you know, either you don't fit the look of what she wants. It's all. Of, it's like fashion, you know. And it's, yeah. It's, again, it's the whole peacock thing. It's, it's the whole thing. And unfortunately, oh, ne- the next chapter of this issue is the media. They're getting a lot of their what I'm looking at standards of how black men should be through the media. Yeah. And they get caught up in that rapture. Yeah, I just got finished reading the book about the assassination of a black male uh, image in America. Right. And it talks about that. I'm like, man, it pissed me off. I wanted to punch someone in the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, damn, man, how they got it said, like the the NBA and NBA players, like big bucks, they were talking about big buck dudes or whatever they were saying. That's how they, they portrayed it or how... If you wasn't that, you need to be selling drugs or mm-hmm, gangbanging. Mm-hmm. But they don't never show that real image of a guy becoming a lawyer or a doctor and stuff. It's like, oh, that's not that's not a pleasing. This is what you should settle for. Exactly. Hey, and then when I'm doing something different, everyone look at me. He's weird. He's an outcast. I'm exactly like, right. <laughs> and, and and you are weird and an outcast, by the way. Y- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh. <laughs> shoot. But uh, Don. No, anything you have to say about that? Uh, the other question here is, all right, if why do a girl or a guy, they turn around and when they have to break up, they have to say this, oh, you are too good for me. Why did why do they have to bring that line out? Is that really true or is it just like... Sometimes. Oh, this thing, yeah, sometimes it is true, right? Sometimes they mm-hmm. just say it to make you feel good in a bad situation. I mean, yeah, I think so. I, mean, I think because they realize, I think it, it depends. I, I think in many instances like that, sometimes the woman, you know, or the man realizes they screwed up. Okay? Really. They just realize they, they messed up the whole thing. Um, they know that that person they're with is a good person, but they really still don't want them. I mean, <laughs> so it doesn't mean, you know, I still want you. You know, they just know that they could be with somebody else because they deserve it. They're a good person. And so I can, I can see that, you know, working, you know, either way. They could just be doing it to just, you know, temper things, or they could really be sincere about it. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I was. You know, I, I once had to let somebody go, and I told them I really think they could be happier with somebody else. And that was true. Yeah. And I think the person was a really good person, you know. I, I just wasn't the one this person wanted. I really just was not attracted to this person in a romantic way. And I knew that it wasn't going to work out then. If I didn't have that, if I didn't have what she wanted emotionally, then why play this game? You know, so so that's, that's the line I told her. <laughs> yeah, that's what my ex told me one time because the dude tricked her 
he painted a picture I call it the shock and awe uh, <laughs> relationship where the person okay. comes in there and the dude basically said this. He's like, well, I'm in college at this time. And she was talking to the dude, and they didn't never go together. He was, you know, just, you know, friends with benefits. But she thinks, yeah, I, I can get him. But he didn't want her like that. Because if, if, I told him, I said, look, if you let the dude have it already, and he's not that type of dude who gets hooked off of it, what makes you think he's going to get hooked off of it later on and say, well, I want you to be my boo, you know. I want mm-hmm. you to be my, you know. He just wants you to be, you know, one of his numbers, I was telling her. Anyway, she came up and said, well, you know what? I think I don't I don't deserve you. You need better. Say besides such and such, uh he has he's has his own car. I have my own car too. So like he's about to get another car. He's got a big he's about to get a big house. And what did that guy like, do with her? Yeah, he's making <laughs> all this money. I said, So I supposed to make that when I'm a, a junior in college get my degree while he dropped out for it. I mean, I ain't saying People who drop out ain't going to be successful. I mean, you got a niche go with it. But she was like, well, it's supposed to be like that, like in the fairy tale books. I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you were getting this elbow to Walt Disney book. Media, the hotel, once again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then at the end, when she finally, like, she cut off, cut me off. We just cut off each other. She was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready for you. He said, nah, it's too late now. I don't mean, he's like, what, what happened to all these houses and stuff? Uh, I don't get that. Yeah, I'm still working on it. You didn't tell me that. Oh. <laughs> and she kept stalking me. <laughs> uh, hence, once again, why losers get all the play. Because most losers are liars. And they yep. know exactly what to say to the woman to get where they want to get. And then the ladies are always like, I don't know what happened. You know, I just keep running into losers because you're not asking the right questions. Do you have any diseases? Do you live with your mother? You know, ask all these questions before you guys get into the bed. Learn to control your alcohol. I mean, so many factors, you know. Alcohol plays a big part sometimes, mm-hmm. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, man. I'm telling you. What's some other stuff we can talk about with idiots? I mean, like, how do they become the straight-up idiots? They don't read, they don't care, or what? I mean, it's not it's not cool. And and we saw the same thing in the I mean, in the 40s, in the 50s. You can look at some of the old movies. It's always been cool to be the outcast or to be the one to be the, the the loud outlaw, to be the the one causing trouble. You know, that's just how it's always been because, again, stability equals boring. And uh, and I think that's, you know, kind of just continues on, but at the same time it's, it's time to stop that, you know, and show people that there are benefits and that it can be cool actually to think, to learn, to express yourself articulately and intelligently. And... Uh, but uh, but again, it's unfortunate. There's just no money in that. Um, you know, well, I think there is money in that, but the, right now we're we're wrapped up in the thug hype, and uh, so that's currently the direct the direction we're we're going. Yeah, and that's where we are. Because I mean, it's like I don't know, man. I, I have one of my own boys that takes some type of test for his job, and I say they say it's an open book, and I say I don't care if it is open book. I still study, man, because you know you don't want to sit there reading a book. Well, you could have went ahead and did that last night and knew where it was at. You might not have to study, study as hard, but you would know at least what type of area that they're going into in the book. Exactly. He was like, nah, man, we're going to study for a test for their job. Quite. Like, a lot of people do that. They sure do. My my, my dad, he's 67, 65 years old, and he's 
studied for this instructor position. He studied every day for three weeks straight, uh, just to make sure he was, you know, he was on point with his knowledge. You know, so uh, that's uh, interesting. That's that's something else I've been noticing too, man. You, you you mentioned college, you know, college life and the college experience. Mm-hmm. I, I, it just seems like I don't forgive me, but it sure does appear that the students are just getting more and more inarticulate, uh, more and more just not as intelligent as I, what I thought I remember, you know, growing up. I used to, I remember looking up to, you know, college students and thinking, wow, you know, now you can have a person graduate from a four-year college, come out, I, I you know what I'm I'm going to drink me a 40-ounce, hey, what's up? I mean, same thing. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, what did you learn in school? And surprisingly, not very much. Yeah, that's, that's what happened to one of my former friends. I had to cut him loose. He's down in Atlanta right now. And what happened, it's like when he got into school, he's all dressed proper, church going, parents are not poor. Father has the highest rank of a mm-hmm. non-listening officer in the Marine Corps. Okay. Mom was getting paid because she had an accident at a department store, and that paid her big time. They they were getting mad money. And, you know, I'm dressing like how, you know, a little kid would dress, you know, when they was starting to get in college. But as you progress through college, he supposedly supposed to be changed into an adult. And what happened, that did an inverse on his ass. Like, it was like an opposite universe with him. More, he got into school, you know, the years went by, he started dressing, putting crap in his mouth, talking about, hey, what's up, pimping? Uh-oh. You know, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm about to tear some hoes apart. And stuff. Oh. Hey, I'm like, what the hell? Then he looked at me because I didn't do that. So you're not, you're not cool. You're not cool. Right. I said, but you're not like that. You didn't grow up in no environment like that. What is up with it? Exactly right. Again, that, that kind of does coincide with what we're talking about tonight, you know, and that is people just kind of getting, you know, wrapped up into this whole media hype and not slowing down and critically thinking and not, not really being themselves, you know, and uh, that's a problem, too. I, th- I think a lot of ladies, and you know, are, are trying to live a fantasy kind of out there, too, and I think they get wrapped up in it and they get in too deep and they realize, damn, this isn't really what I want in the first place. But for some reason, they just continue the same hor- horrible cycle. You know, they get treated you know, badly by one dude, and for some reason, they go into the next relationship, all the same things are there, all the same elements, and they, they're not catching it. You know, it's like, look, you're still looking for the same dude, that the loud, boisterous alpha male. You're not asking the right questions, because in a way, they really don't want to know. You know, they don't, they, they don't really want to know, I mean, that this guy is a loser. You know, they, they, they have a belief about what they want him to be. And unfortunately, many people do that. We kind of look at the world how we want it to be rather than how it really is. Yeah. And I think a lot of men and women get wrapped up in their relationships in the same way. They look at what they want it to be rather than what's plainly obvious in front of their face, and that is it's not going to go anywhere because this person is a loser. <laughs> uh, well, I think we got a caller here. It's 917. 917, are you there? 917, what do you think about this? Hello? Hello? 917, what do you think about idiots? What do you think idiots should do? I thought that would be crazy. Would be crazy. I mean, explain. I mean, what do you think? Like, if, if people date idiots, what would you do? I mean, what would if you had a power to change it, what would you think you need to be changed about these idiots? Um, about the way that they be acting and stuff. They need to change the whole. They need to change the whole. You say what? 
I'm saying, what would you do about? It? I mean, is there anything that you would change up on it? I mean, what would you tell them if you if you saw idiots today and they say, "I'll take any advice you get." What would you say to an idiot and tell them? I tell them, yeah, they dumb. They need to change their actions. Okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna put you back on hold. We're gonna keep going with the flow. Okay. Uh, okay, then. Now I'm back. <laughs> good, good idea. But anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean. <laughs> I really don't know what he wanted, but I'm glad you got a call. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get some more. <laughs> Let me give out the number again. The number is 646-716-7911. Call in and listen to us chat and chop it up about idiots. Right. Idiots out here, they need to wake up. If ladies, I need to get away from it. Guys, you need to get away from these idiots too, man, because you don't want no stupid babies. I mean, straight up honest. <laughs> <laughs> this number is six four six seven one six seven nine one one. And uh, someone wants to know. I got a message from someone. They say, did you did you come out with a book? I was just curious about that. Who me? Yeah, you. No, no, but I've, I've, but I'm always. I've been in the media. Uh, I've been on television. I've done a lot, tons of radio interviews. I've done a lot of writing, and uh, so there's a lot about me out there on the net. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I, I understand what you were saying earlier about these people keep dating the same type of fool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I asked the girl this. I say, why don't you date outside your type? I can't do it. It's just not. That. I said, why? I'm a comfortable person. I'm like, okay, comfortable. yeah. Again, it's all about being comfortable. That's what she's comfortable with because, again, not really, though. It's kind of a catch-22. She's really not comfortable with it because she keeps getting dogged out, but that's all she knows, so therefore she is comfortable. It's a, it's, it's a contradiction, but it's, they, they keep living it. They keep living that contradiction, but that's all they're accustomed to, so that's all they know. But they want something different, but when they get something different, they can't relate to it, so they go back to square one again. Right, Don? Don. Don. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's talking it up. He's like, man, I got these notes, man. <laughs> well, let's talk about the guys. So I'm going to everyone to say, oh, this is just a sexy show. Let's talk about some of these, these guys that date uh, some of these girls because they got a nice body but no sense at all. I mean, what's up with that? I mean, mm-hmm. how, you, how you have a homeboy? I had a homeboy like that. We went to the gym, and it was a girl. And she looked like... Uh, she made Fantasia look like a dime. Fantasia to me is not attractive to me. <laughs> okay. But he's like, like, damn, she got a nice, she got fat ass, you know. <laughs> but did you look at her face, man? Exactly. He right. said, well, no, but said, I shouldn't be lusting, should I? I? I need to pray. And he prayed in the gym. I'm like, what's wrong with you? And then he kept looking at it, so he finally went over there and got the number. Oh, he, man. <laughs> he's thinking he's going to go up there and get the number to get some butt, but. She wasn't used to him. Like Fantasia, she wanted a hood boy, you know. Uh, and he got upset and started crying. What, 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 dude, please tell me you're joking. I'm not joking, man. I, don't, I tell the truth on this show. You <laughs> start crying. I can't believe that. I can't believe it, man. So what, what would you say about these dudes that be looking? Like, I, I see a good-looking girl. I tell girls that she was trying to act like she was too good and stuff. I actually, you know, I was trying to get her on the show because she said she can sing, she do poetry. I wanted to mix it up. I wanted to do some right. different So I want to have my own niche. I said, okay, besides your pretty looks and your long hair and all that stuff, what can you bring to the table? And she can't answer it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I don't know. 
That's it. And, and but you asked the right question. That is something that she's gonna. Hopefully, that's something that she'll be reflecting on from now on. That, that's a that's a question that all people need to ask themselves. And once you can evaluate your own self worth, you can become a much more productive person. Yeah, I always ask that. That's self damn test. That's what I'm telling you. They be like, oh man, you make me feel like I study for a GMAT or SAT or something. <laughs> and I always ask you what you bring to the table. I'm like, damn. Right. Yeah, something they never thought. And again, it's not you know your fault, obviously, not her fault. This is something that the schools, unfortunately, do not teach critical thinking skills after grammar school. They just don't. And they should be. We should be learning philosophy, comparative religion, uh, social relationships. We should, be, we should have courses on stuff like that, on etiquette, on speaking yeah. well, believe it or not. Language arts doesn't teach you how to speak well. It teaches you, it teaches you sentence structure. <laughs> so, I mean, but you know, how to write it down on paper, but to really speak and do it in your real life, it's just not pushed very much. And uh, it's unfortunate. And we just keep perpetuating this purposeful ignorance in our society. And uh, ugh, it's just scary, man. I, I, I think where I, I read something about, uh, what was it called? Secret Weapons for Quiet Wars, where they were like, they want to keep the common people, like, you know, not knowing everything because you got Of course. And, you know, I think that was true, too, because they don't make an emphasis to study philosophy. Because I would talk to one of my friends from Africa, and he was, I had a, uh, an audio book called Discovery the Philosopher in You. Okay. And it, it just bust my head wide open. I start thinking crazy thoughts, man. Right. I was like, man, then I got some, uh, what's it called, uh, Descartes. I had some Descartes. Yep. And I had, uh, What's it called, Machiavelli? Descartes, I think, therefore I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had I had some of that. I had a lot of books talking about thinking outside the box. Right. And uh, she was like, that ain't nothing new. Like, we, they made us say that when we were little kids on up to college. Exactly right. And, he, and he's like, yeah, they don't make y'all teach, they don't teach y'all this in the United States. Nope. He said, they ain't trying to make y'all sing. You know, if people start thinking, they lose control. <laughs> if a number of people start thinking... They is like damn zombies out on the loose. Right, right, and that, and, that's, and that's a whole different topic. We can jump on that too because you're 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 so right. You know, I don't want to engage too much on that, but uh, yeah. But of course, if, if you ever if you ever done a thought experiment and thought about how exactly if you could control the world economy, how would you run it? Some scary thoughts are going to be running through your head. It's going to it's going to shock you. Oh, we're going to have to get that on the show right there, people. <laughs> <laughs> The FCC and the FBI might come to my room and stuff. <laughs> my computer, you know, CNN, they, they sprinkle some crack on it, tell me that I, I was selling drugs or something. And believe it or not, FCC's working on it, but that's another topic, too. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they're working on it. They're working on trying to get us, man. But, yeah. Uh, hopefully we can keep on talking with, you know, unhindered. Yeah. Hope I can get the message out and unplug people's minds like Morpheus. <laughs> Dude, a, a, lot, a lot of my listeners call me Morpheus. It's funny you say that. Yeah, man, that's how it is, man. Yep, yep. Shoot. Uh, well, I mean, back on the subject about these guys that yeah. get attracted by girls with the big breasts, the big ass. Right. But no, oh. don't know that they got all this other stuff behind them. Mm-hmm. What, what is the situation? I mean, what's up with these guys? I mean, are they simpletons or, or what? I mean, what would you say? Don, any ideas on that? I got some ideas, but... Don, go ahead. What you wow. think about? I get attracted to them, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly right. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> You're right. Okay, check it out. All right. Um, for one, let's, I guess, hey, we're men, right? So we can, let, let's look at all the times we were attracted to women who we knew weren't really much of anything anyway, but they had a nice body or nice face. 
Right. Well, once we analyze that, we got our answers right there. It's not very hard. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for me, for instance, I know that if uh, well, so that's fully. That's that's kind of. <clears throat> I guess it's another contradiction because we kind of, for for me, instance, if I, I I think that if I date a woman who is really not that bright, I have more control in the relationship. I somehow think, feel that I have less to worry about, but it's not true. I mean, these girls are just as easy to cheat on you, to lie, and to steal, and to do everything else anybody else does. But it does, it gives you that feeling because they they depend on you too. Dumb girls typically depend on you, and that's flattering for a male's ego. It makes us feel wanted. So again, we're kind of guilty of the same stuff that women go through. Yeah, but on the other, but on the other side, you know. There might be a lot of other, you know, people trying to take that woman too. If she's pretty and if she's not as bright, right? There might be other other people who might. I mean, the average might be a lot more. Like you know, the smart guys that might pick that woman from you. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Right. Hmm. It's it's better to you know I think have a smarter woman by your side. Oh, of course it will. But see, but that takes thinking to come to that conclusion. <laughs> And again, a lot of us don't don't want to do that either. And I also think that again, much like fashion, and this is might this might offend some ladies, but it's true. Guys use you like gold teeth. If you're beautiful, you got a nice body. It makes us look good. And some guys would choose to be with a woman just because she looks good under his arm. Trump wife. <laughs> It is it is really true, you know, and but yet emotionally, there's nothing there, you know. And you hear this a lot. You hear women say, "But he's so nice, he's so handsome, he has all this, and he all he has all that, and I'm beautiful. I don't see what the problem is, you know, because he never fell in love with you, you know. He never really respected you. He never really oh, learned awesome. who you really were." I said, I said, that guy must be really insecure because he's always looking out for other <laughs> other hawks. You know what I'm saying? Right. If, if if you're walking out with a pretty girl, there might there might be millions of eyes on her. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that a catch? Me? I hate that. You know, I really do because I've noticed that. I mean, I want a woman who is oh, I mean, just beautiful and perfect body, everything. But I want her to be settled. It is so rare to find a woman who is calm, reserved. You know, who who is completely beautiful and has a body. And, and unfortunately for me, most women that I've run into who are very, very attractive also aren't too bright. Damn. And I got a theory behind that. I think it's because at a very, very young age, they realize that they can use their beauty to manipulate and get what they want. Oh, they've, was... they've never had to really think much about anything. They were given right. everything they need. They don't go out of it. Ooh, I got a point on that. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. I, the girl, there's another girl like that. Who was look, I was looking at something. Who was watching TV somewhere? And it was the Cindy Williams show, mm-hmm. and Kanye West was out there, and I was like, Cindy Williams, he's like, I don't know what's up with why she got a, why she's sticking the chest out like that. I don't know what's going on. Kanye ain't looking at her. He's like, she handed him champagne. He trying to talk about something. I couldn't hear because the TV was there. And she was like, you know what? I do it too. You got to use what you got. I said, so that's all you're going to give. I'm like, hell, you, you have ass done, you know, <laughs> if you're going to trick out money. Mm. Why don't he pick out the best one? The, exactly. The, the other one, because she just kept on talking like, I got this, I got the sexy body. What's up with your gut? What is up with mm-hmm. this? You tell me you got the best body. I mean, mm-mm. 
But, you know, I said, you know, again, I asked her what she bring to the table, and she like, I have nothing. I said, so your looks, when you turn, like, you already 21, you already falling off. Don't go to the gym. You don't maintain. But she got mad at me. She got mad when I'm talking about this 40-year-old woman. This woman at the gym, she got a body for 20-year-old. And she's on point, but, you know, she got a lot of baggage, you know, emotional baggage and stuff. So you want to glide away from that. Don't even try to fix mm-hmm. that up. That's a lost cause. She got pissed off because I brought it up. Why are you all interested in her? I said, first of all, she respects her body. She's doing her thing, you know. She always in the gym. She goes to the gym two times a day. Damn. All right. So, She's going to burn yeah. stuff out. <laughs> yeah. And she got a body for cheerleader. I mean, nice. Mm-hmm. Must be a nice body, man. Yeah. And she got pissed off. I'm like, look. I said, she treated her body. I said, you're not even doing that with your body, but you, you, uh, you're trying to make a break with using your body. Now, what happens in the next three years when some of these girls become 18, they're coming on up to be 18, that dude's not going to talk to you. You got that gut. Or you might be pregnant and hmm. say, damn, you're not even close to 30 yet. <laughs> hmm. What happens at 30? Because everyone in America, it's some type of taboo where women, if you're, if you're about to be 30, you need to hurry up and get married. If not... You are an outcast. And, I mean, I don't think that should be true right there, but I'm sorry to tell you that's what people place on. And I, I don't know. I asked the girl, I said, well, you want to see yourself five years? I want to be married. I want to have some kids and this and that. I want to be in a in a program after I stop smoking this weed. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know, I was laughing. She's like, what's so funny? I was like, I got to let you go, sister. I got to let you go. So, I mean, well, these girls, I mean, they don't even maintain. They be eating all this stuff. They're thinking their body can take it all. It's not like you're a little kid, you know, your metabolism speeds up and all right. that stuff. Once you get old, your metabolism starts to slow down. Yep. And simple, they don't understand physics. that. Yep. Huh? Yeah, simple physics. <laughs> yeah. And they, don't, they look at me like I'm crazy because I read a lot of men's health and stuff, and it also says that in there you have to start because once you get older, your metabolism starts to do, 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 you know. Slow down. Yeah, slow down. Mm-hmm. And they just, oh, but you know what I mean? The girl was like, well, whatever, I can use my look. My mama told me, oh, use what I got. And mm-hmm. that goes to the point that I want to talk to you about. Mama's telling these girls, use what they got to get a man in. What right. you say? <laughs> but also, but, but yeah, but, you know, back, back to the topic of, you know, why men also, you know, date losers too. And, again, again, some of the same things I think, you know, women uh, go through, as we kind of critically looked at earlier, same thing with guys. We also, we want to feel important. We want to feel like we're needed, too, and I think we do that, too. So we, we, we choose women sometimes that we think make us feel better about ourselves. And uh, But, again, unfortunately, that it, it could be the wrong person, but we're not asking the right questions either. We're not looking at the whole picture. We're not thinking down the line. We're not looking into the future. We're not thinking about, you know, oh, I've got to introduce this woman to my parents. Um, you know what would, what would my parents think about this person? Um, and some people say well, that's not important. You shouldn't you know if you love somebody, you love somebody. <clears throat> Excuse me, I agree. But at the same time, you really, really, you really, really have to analyze every aspect you know of these relationships you know before you get involved. You know, should say the person before you get too deeply involved. And men and women are both guilty of just not of not doing that and not being. Oh, we're missing we're missing a key word here. I just realized this. Honesty. That's the key word for all this. Honesty would fix so much of this crap. We're not being honest with ourselves. We're not being honest with what we want. And I think that's one of the biggest issues in this whole thing, is that if we're really honest about what we want, we'll be steered probably in better directions. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, but I mean, on that for real, on that note right there, I'm just saying, you know, you got people just basing stuff like for women, not all women. I'm not talking about all women. Some women parents like use what you got, and then for some guys that didn't get that dating experience, some of their mamas told them that she supposed to do everything that the woman said, supposed to, you know do everything, you know, give her some money, this and that, but then they end up getting messed up because they just gave all their money out to everyone. They end up being broken, gone. Times have changed, Grandma. Shut up. (laughs) 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 I mean, because think about it, right? You have this liberal movement, you know, by, you know, a lot of women who are trying to claim that, you know, um, equal rights, not equal rights, of course, women have equal rights, but, uh, but that they're on equal footing as men and that they should, you know, it's a woman's world now. I mean, yeah, you just have these some women who just think that it's all good. I mean, it's all even. But then, as soon as you start showing, you know, that they're really, they're really, they're, that we really aren't on equal footing, you know, then there's then there's a problem, and it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I'm sitting here watching these. Uh, and it's funny. I was talking to a female friend of mine the other day, and we were talking about the military, and she says, "Well, women shouldn't have to uh, carry; should have to be uh, infantry." What? But yet, a minute ago, she just said that, you know, uh, women and men should be on equal footing. So I just I forgot what's going with that now, but but I thought that was just uh, really interesting when it comes to you know these relationships that, uh, you know, once again, and I have no idea what I was going with that now, and I hate that, but it was a good point, but it'll come back to me in a minute. <laughs> but it does have, but it had a lot to do with the way we we perceive how the, the roles between men and women in society, and how again, oh yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier, yeah. About you know how men should be, uh, like we were raised to believe that men should be the providers and we should do this and we should do that. But yet, women are now saying we don't need you. Yeah, right. I mean, at, at the same time, some of them say we don't need you. I, I'm doing my own thing. I got my own money. I got my. I don't need a man. Yada 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 yada. But as soon as you start dating them, all of a sudden they want to get old school on you again. Yeah, I said it to one girl too. I said okay. She was like, well, you know. I was like, you know, what do you do? You know, you do your thing, like, such as cook and clean. And she's like, I'm old-fashioned. Yes, I do that, such and such. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, okay, you know, let me ask you a question. On your first day, if you think you old-fashioned, let's go back. Because, you know, black folks, we didn't get to go to restaurants. You know that. You know, we didn't get, you have to make with what you had to do. Right. And I say, well, since you're old-fashioned, would you cook for your man on the first date? Say you listen here, you smart ass. <laughs> like, Intriguing. Yeah, like what's wrong? I mean, you say you old fashioned. You trying to be smart? Stop talking to me. See, that's that's what I'm trying to say. I can't. It's like they can't have it both ways. That's that was my point. I was trying to make earlier. Yeah, they want it. They want it both ways, but you can't. You know, you you keep saying. Do you like remember that black girl song came out? I think it was black girl. I'm a '90s girl. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember that. It was a long time ago. <laughs> but uh, damn, I just showed my age. But anyway. Um, <laughs> You know, and you, you 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 just have this movement by a lot of women saying that you know they're independent, they have their own money, they have this or that. But as soon as you say let's go Dutch, you're like it's girls' mine. I'm old fashioned, okay? <laughs> it's like make up your mind, which one is it? You know, it's like I don't know you, I'm going Dutch. But uh, I did it last night. I ain't gonna lie, I did Dutch when someone was asked. Right, but they want to make you feel bad, don't they? Though, Evan, yeah, they, they, they want to make you feel bad, like like you're not a gentleman or something's wrong with you. It's like look, you make more money than I do. So why can't we go Dutch? And we don't even know each other. Now, if I st- if I fall in love with you, or I'm really really getting into you, I'd be more than happy to pay you know to pay your way. 
But I don't know you like that. Why am I going to spend seventy something dollars on the, on a date? You know, or, or fifty to seventy dollars going out with you, and I don't even know you. Forget that. Yeah, that's true. I, what a I, waste. I, I, I told God this because the the girls that we went out with last night, one of them had a baby. She this is a second baby. She's twenty one, and she's not even with the baby daddy. She's like, oh well, I get to still go out. And grandma, was, grandma was had the baby. Yeah, I'm gonna tell my homeboy, <laughs> just be careful on that, man. And get tied down with that. And the other chick, she was just n- no way. She was just trying to come up on me too quick. And everyone's looking. I'm like, I don't like you like that now. <laughs> you know? So anyway, they're supposed to bring some food over here. And we we're going to have, you know, a little get-together, chill. But they like, well, I don't feel like cooking. Where you want to go? You can pick any spot. And, and this got conveyed to me from my homeboy. And he was like, you know what? They want to know that. And he got scared. I said, we can go out to eat. But I ain't paying for it. <laughs> I said, I'll pay for mine, but I ain't paying for this. He's like, I don't got much money. Just tell them. If they got a problem with it, it ain't going to work. So the bill came out. It was $46. It was reasonable. And they looked at us and well, you going to pay for it for us? I said, hell no. <laughs> Darn right. <clears throat> and they was like, uh, okay. And the homegirl yeah. didn't pay for it. The one that was with the baby, she was feeding off the other girl's uh Money, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, see, I that's bad. Then she left the girl at our place, and we could have been anyone. I ain't like that, but we could have been anyone. She just left them, left her, you know, over here at my place. I said, no, you got to go. But <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I want to stay in town. Nope. Nope. Yeah, nope. and it depends on the, uh, I think it depends. Well, uh, I shouldn't say I think. It's not like I'm correcting what you're saying, but adding to it. Um, you know, definitely I agree that, you know, if we invite a woman out, you know, if we say, wow, you know, we contact somebody on Hot or Not or something, you know, well, you're beautiful, I think you look really nice, I would like love to take you to some someplace. Now it's our responsibility. But if we're both on the phone together, we both, I'm bored, I got nothing to do, and, you know, and she goes, yeah, there's this little spot around the corner called so-and-so and so-and-so. I'm like, hey, that sounds cool, yeah, we should probably meet there. Okay, let's meet there. We're going Dutch. All right, that's different. We both agreed to go to a spot because we both have nothing better to do, and we both want to have a good time. You know, why, why is the man obligated to have to pay everything in this day and age? I just don't think that that's that, that's correct, and um, and I've had women, like I said, get angry with me about that. I can't believe you're not going to pay for pay for this. I'm like, why should I? <laughs> they get crazy. I'm telling you. Hold on, we got a caller coming in. It's three three six. Hold on, three three six. Speak to me. Hey, how's it going, J. Oh, Greensboro. Is this J. F.? This is indeed J. F. Uh oh, the consultant. What's up, J. F.? What you got to say about this? Well. First of all, I got to pot. Well, I want to say, first of all, hello to everyone that's that's uh, that's here. Hi. I'm late. I meant to come in at the beginning uh, of the show, but I had to take care of some uh, some other business. Um, I love the discussion that is going so far. And I just want to add to it by saying this. You know, as far as as going Dutch on dates, you know, I had a discussion with with uh, one of my female friends about this. You know, just last week. And, you know, my my whole position is this. It's like, all right, you want to, you know, accept the traditional role. You know, we go out, you want the man to pay. Yet, you ask these very same women, all right, you expect the man to pay, and you feel, you know, okay about that. But if a man expects, you know, a nightcap afterwards, you get offended. So, you know. I don't know. Is that traditional? How, how long? <laughs> is that a traditional ritual? I'm not sure. I don't know if that's a cultural ritual or not. With a nightcap? Yeah. Usually. 
it, it's, it's that that these these same women, like you, you know, they get offended when a man you know is upset that he is expected to pay everything, you know, no matter what. Yet, you know, if he oh, I see what you're saying. Kiss or hug. Oh, they want to get offended. It's like, oh, you shouldn't expect that. Like, oh, good point. I see what you're saying. Right, you're saying basically it's just the hypocrite, the, hip, the hypocritical uh, perspective as it comes to uh, just being ex- expectations. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and, and I think it, it comes down to to once again, I, I always say this. You know, I, I believe uh, you know the, the host can can back me up on this. Mm-hmm. I always say that within you know, modern society, pretty much everyone seems to be out for themselves. Mm. As, as regards to, to dating, or even any any social interaction, it doesn't even have to be dating. You know, even even in in some quote unquote modern friendships, you know, the 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 maxim is do unto you know others before they do unto you. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just, that seems to be the way it is these days. You know? mm. and, and I hate to to even bring this up, but it seems to be a a local phenomena because I've interacted with with individuals from from other cultures, you know, other other countries, other regions, and they don't seem to have these same hangups that that we as Americans do. Exactly. So, yeah, Don Juan can say something about that. Don Juan, give us your perspective of the Far East. About about the Far about the Far East is totally back. They're totally different back there. I don't know when it when it take out a girl if you're taking out. Uh, as a girlfriend, you are supposed to pay no matter what. That's how it is. Unless the girl says, no, I'll pay, then you you move out. No. All right, go ahead. But, you know, sometimes I go visit my home, some, you know, once in, a, once in a blue moon. And, you know, and I try to I try to say, no, I, I got it, I got it. But even, even now, they started having this Dutch, Dutch system because it's never existed before. Right. right. So they were, they were more open to it. You're saying they're more open. Than they were in the past, but that's because the traditional roles have changed, right, Don? I mean, now women right. are making more money. They have more yeah, jobs. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so again, so right. So, so I think so. Our expect or my expectation, I should say, or our expectation. I think many of us kind of agree that at times one can go Dutch and should. That because the roles have changed, then it's perfectly okay. So I don't yeah. understand why these women I keep running into are upset because I'm telling them they're going to pay their way. <laughs> the roles have changed now, woman. You, know, you got a, you got a job. You ain't kicking. You ain't cooking for me. You make more money than I do, and we're both going out together. We 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 both wanted to go out. I didn't I didn't invite you out, so yeah. Exactly. And then that's my my point as well. I always make like if I invite someone out, I'm you know more than happy to pay and and you know no problem no file. But you know if we both agree to go somewhere and. And then you still expect me to pay? Whatever. I'm like, ah, we, we have a, a disconnect here. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. I remember one girl, she had a boyfriend, and she wanted me to take her out to eat. I said, what about your man? Well, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, we're just friends. So I guess it felt better because I was listening to Tyreek the other day on one of his archive podcasts. He was saying, I guess she feels like it's all right when the guy comes around and her man's like, hey, would you go? I just went out to eat with a friend instead of her saying, you know, I went to a dude's house and sat down. <laughs> <laughs> shock and awe, I tell y'all, shock and awe. Right. <laughs> it goes both ways. But, I mean, is there anything else that people need to know about idiots? I mean, what are some of the main factors, anything else that we have missed out so far? 
I think Don can hit on earlier when he talked about, you know, basically idiots attract idiots. Um, <laughs> I, I think that was like a, a really major point uh, in the whole show. I mean, uh, indeed. And, and, and to add to that as well, and because, because of that statement, it reminded me that uh, another problem, too, is that a lot of people just are not sharing the blame for failed relationships. Thank you. Thank you. I got I to have some applause on that for real, man. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got to get that going. Please, please let it work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Standing ovation. Yeah. That is true. Here comes. My ex blamed me. She blamed me for all of it. I'm like, wait a minute. You the same one that went over after that dude that told you he had all this fantasy island stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's still your fault. I'm like, damn, okay. <laughs> and make it so much. This was a psychology major. Apparently, she did not learn the mind. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. I mean, Sig- Sigmund Floyd talked about the self ID and the ego. Right. And she studied that, but oh well. You got people. I think we live in a society that blames one another for all the stuff, though. Yeah, we always do this. It's, it's always, yeah, you know, that's just human nature, right? You always try to find a cause of a problem, even if you got to make one up. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's just true. That, that lack of, of desire to accept responsibility. I mean, you, just, you look at our society now, we're so litigious. It's like, you know, I go to McDonald's, I spill coffee in my lap because I drove over. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that an ingenious lawsuit? <laughs> I can sue them. Like, how does that work? That was ingenious, man. I started thinking, damn, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, you're right. We're always, we're always trying to think of ways to get over, right? That's right. Yeah, and, it's unfortunate. I think that's just part of the dysfunction that, that we have in relationships today because I know my ex is the same as as the host. Like, I accept, you know, my part in, in you know, the failure of the relationship, but apparently her part was also my fault. So, you know, that, that, that's how it works. That's how it works. Like, the, like, like, we, like we've all heard before, you usually know with about the first 15 minutes of conversation whether or not this person is even worth your time. Exactly. But we deny it. We deny all the warning signs, just like women do. Women do it, men do it. And oh, if man. You, if, you, if you buy a couple of drinks, then you already find out if that is 100% idiot or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, true, yeah. huh? It's crazy. Yeah, so maybe we should buy the drinks, though, at least, so we can at least find out what's really them. <laughs> right. like, I, I didn't buy this one girl. I just gave her a donut, and she told me, like, yeah, on the first date. <laughs> Tell me, yeah, I had me an abortion and stuff. What I'm the like, hell? Oh! <laughs> I, I told you, Anthony, he said, you see? You see what I told you? I'm like, man. I'm like, I ain't asking no question about that. The only thing I asked you know about church, and I don't even know how that came in play. Wow. <laughs> she looked at me, she's like, do you think I'm a bad person? I have no comment. <laughs> that ain't, yeah. ain't my call. That was our guilt coming out. By the way, I'm curious, uh, Evan, how long is your show, by the way? I don't even... We we could go from an hour to three hours. I mean, we ain't going to go that far. I mean... Right. We, we, have, to, we have to change the topic eventually, cause we, <laughs> if that's yeah. the case. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. There's only so much you can cover on this, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think we covered a lot of ground, too, tonight, I think. Yeah, because a lot of people need to listen to it. Uh, and I appreciate mean, James calling in, too. I like the intelligent you know, brother calling in. Yeah, because we don't know what happened to uh, call. I think he was a, I don't know, he fell in the ditch. I guess. He might have been playing around. I, I, I'm beginning to think he was playing around, you know, because we were talking about idiots, right? So he called in to play the role of idiot. <laughs> He's like, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> See, so you're, you're the host, so I, I can say that, because <laughs> I'm just a, <laughs> I just wanted you to guess. 
But I think that was just a joke. Yeah. I get I'm, those now and again. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I mean, if, are, are we, do we got everything covered? I mean, before we even jump into another topic. Oh, I'm pretty sure we missed a lot of stuff, but we covered a lot. Yeah, but we can always come back to it if you remember something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I mean, this is a free problem. I mean, what, what would we like to talk about? I mean, like, what would y'all like to talk about? Society or? I got some. Okay. Songs that degrade women and women that dance to them. Oh, yes, that's a oh, good yes. one. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Did that tell you something right there? Oh, yeah. Chris, Chris, Chris Rock was talking about it. I thought the women was going to get the message after Chris Rock busted them out on it. They're still doing it. What's this Superman, Super Soak, or whatever the song is, and the guy's talking about calling women hoes, and and they're just in the club dancing to it. And I'm looking at them like, what are you doing? And like Chris Rock said, they ain't talking about me. No, but you're dancing to it. But but here's the rub. After they've done sweating out to the to the new garbage, as right. they call it, that's when they'll get on their soapboxes, and that's when they'll get on their, their speakers and, and yell to the heavens, oh, this music is degrading us. This, this is... This is so wrong. This, this is so horrendous. Yet, you were dancing to it last night. So exactly right. It wasn't that offensive. Stayed out till 4 o'clock in the morning and then with the church. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some strangers slap you on the ass the whole night. It's crazy that, you know, there being no videos and stuff. I, mean, I don't know if y'all saw on VH1 Sexploitation where they were trying to get on the rappers. And they're like, it's not our fault. They don't want to get in the line and do everything, have no bra on or panties and stuff, and like, well, this is going to get me in. And it's not only the music, but it's just it's just the videos as well, too, you think about it. I don't know if y'all saw that. Have y'all saw Uncut before? Saw who? Uncut. No, I haven't. Oh, they, they canceled that. Because <laughs> mm. it, it would just be great. But, hey, I mean, I don't know who uh, canceled it eventually, but, I mean, it did get cut. But yeah, the music, man, I don't know. It was like, I'm going to smack a whole side head and go, yeah, that's my song. I'm like, <laughs> you understand what they say? I ain't stupid. You need to get up on this. No, thank you. I'm just, nope. listening, I'm just listening to the beat. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I play some Marvin Gaye and one girl tell me, you one of those old school cats, aren't you? No, I just don't listen to that nonsense that y'all be playing. Right. That's this mess right there. Right, exactly right. And there's nothing wrong for, you know, if you, if you go into the fantasy world for a little while. You know, no, it's, just like, it's just like going to the theater, the movies. You know, we know that that stuff isn't real if you're sane. But, you know, but once you leave the theater, leave it on the damn screen or in, or in your, you know, know that it's fantasy. But you have people who leave the club and they still want to lead the life of the songs they just listen to. You're going to shoot them up and then get their ass whooped. <laughs> It happens all the time in Greensboro that mm. some guy, I think someone got stabbed after the club, and they didn't know why they got stabbed. They just got stabbed because I guess they were talking about we're going to get up on our dudes and stab them up or whatever and do the stab them, and the police was just looking like, man, this is crazy. And then the week before that, you had people that was uh, going to Studio 508 and people throwing up game signs. and. Oh. And, oh, yes, and doing crunk music. <laughs> and ignorance. they did it. Ignorance, ignorance, ignorance. I can't believe they're trying to bring the gangs back. I mean, like, even, what what, what was it? It was, like, in the, in the around 88, 89, even the Crips and the Bloods in, in L.A. were like, enough is enough. And that was, like, they're trying to bring it all back again. It's like, are you idiots? It's like they're infatuated with this idea 
of gangs, and they have no idea what that life really was like for the OGs who really were involved in those in the early gang movements. They have no idea. They're ignorant. And throwing up all these gang, gang signs, they don't know the life. They don't know what's really going down. It's pathetic. Yeah. But they think it makes them look cool. They look like a bunch of idiots. I was, uh, that happened at the club I was at last night. Nice. <laughs> Guys running around, bouncing up and down, and throwing up their gang signs. And I was like, you idiots. This is It even goes a bit deeper than that. I mean, there, at least from my observations, there seems to be a, a, just a culture of, of just nihilism that, that has pervaded society. It's like, you know, if, if you talk to, to, you know, some of the young generation, I mean, it's, it's as if they can't see past tomorrow. And although they, can't, yeah. they may not see past tomorrow, sure they can. want to see past tomorrow. And... You know how how you know can you counteract you know you know something like that you know that just that just apathy it's like you know you, you want to try and build something in your community you want to try to try to try to escape your harsh conditions it's like no but you know mm-hmm. you know enjoy today and, and probably tomorrow oh well if not oh well and, yeah you know. yeah that's true that's true because I'd be thinking how they be escaping reality you know how they be staying in the songs with I'm gonna smoke me some weed and this and that. And I tell you that we had girls came out and told me that mess, and I was like, "Oh man!" Right. And, and I was like, "I don't drink. If I do drink on special occasions, and it'd be once in a while. Like, I have mm-hmm. a little drink, drink, but it was no way near like I used to be because I was like, there ain't no point getting drunk.'" And the girls like, "Why not? You should drink. I make you feel good if you drink." Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. it just like mm-hmm. in the videos, it's just like in the music. <laughs> you, you want something? Only in America, I say. Only in America. And it is the, the worst thing, and this is, this is what truly gets me, is that, you know, especially some of the, the people that, that, you know, believe that, you know, gangster hip-hop and it's just, you know, the, the negative, quote-unquote, negative hip-hop, because there is positive hip-hop that, you know, for some reason people don't want to acknowledge that exists, but, hey, but you know, they, they listen to, to these, these quote-unquote, negative rap artists, but they don't realize that that's just a persona. And if you were to actually catch some of these, you know, artists you know, in their their home yep. surroundings or whatnot, yes, you know, some of them are just as, you know, as they portray their their music. But a good chunk of them, yin yang, yin yang comes to mind. But uh huh. <laughs> you, know, you, you could you could discuss you know, um, you know innovations within physics with these individuals, and they would understand and and comprehend and be able to actually have an intelligent conversation with you. Right, and, and it's unfortunate because in some ways they can't help but think that they're sellouts because they know, you know, and I, I've talked to people all the time where I talk to upcoming artists all the time, and, uh, you know, I talk to their families, their parents, and themselves, and they don't really even believe in what they're saying, but they know where the money is. They're following the money trail. And you're right, and they don't realize that all this stuff that they're, you know, propagating is breeding a society of individuals who don't care about much of anything. You know, all they want is what they can get materially now, and then, I, like you, as you mentioned, James, and then they're looking toward the future. Yeah, exactly. And, and true. The, the part that I really understand is like, it seems that at least, even in the current, you know, the current time, people hold hold hip hop artists, you know, to, to this standard where it's like, you know, you you have to be, you know, as hardcore as your music. Yet nobody says that that you know, Mark Scorsese, you know, has to. To, to be as gangster as, as he portrays on 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 <laughs> movies, right? Uh, true. Scarface just you know step off the screen and say hey, you know. Thank you very much. I, I really don't get that. Like, right. 
And very much, I mean, you're so right. I don't, I don't know why they think they need to do that either. You know, I think, I guess it's marketing. You know, marketing comes to play, I guess. You know, they go, well, if you want to sell more records, you know, you got to play this role, you know. And, uh, and, I, and I would also like to talk about, again, we talk about how people aren't accepting personal responsibility uh, for what they do. And we see this, no doubt, in uh, this violent, you know, uh, dance and hip-hop and, and rap. We see it all the time. They don't want to take any responsibility for what they say. And they convince themselves that they aren't affecting anyone negatively. And the they t- old tired excuse I get tired of hearing is that, well, it's the parents' responsibility to make sure they manage what the children are listening to. Wait, did, it, did that really work for us growing up? I'm tired of that ex- old excuse. It's time for them to man up and say, I'm doing the wrong thing. We need to change things. And BET needs to take some responsibility. You claim you're about supporting the black community. You claim you're all about trying to uh, you know, educate us. But all you're trying to do, well, it is black entertainment, but never mind. Yeah, <laughs> so all they're trying to do is entertain us. And, uh, but they don't understand that you have young kids watching this stuff, and they believe that this is uh, the way black people are supposed to be. And they grow up this way. And they teach their children. They teach their nephews and nieces that this is the life of a black man or a black woman. And this is how we are. And it's so not true. Exactly. And, and you know, I've had that conversation. Man, if, I, if I had like a nickel every time I had that conversation with someone, you know, I'd be a nickel right now. But <laughs> um, it, it's, it's, you know, the, 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 it's a 360-degree problem. I mean, you know, all pillars need, need to be fixed. Like, yes, you know, the artists need, need to hold back on, you know, this this negative garbage that they're spewing out constantly. Like, you know, there's a place, you know, there's, there's, there's a place for it. I mean, just like, you know, there's, there's violent movies. Exactly. There's, there's a place for it. But, you know, we are not collectively at the point where, you know, we have a, a place for, you know, such a large portrayal of that media, especially within our community and outside. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, for every you know, 18, you know, young African-American men or women that, you know, graduate high school, going to college, you have that, you know, two or three that are robbing, killing, stealing, going to prison. Right. But the spotlight's on those two. Thank you very much. And who's the fault? We, 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 and you hear this all the time, dude, and they want to blame the white people. It's the white folks that keep glorifying and showing all We're doing it in rap videos every damn day. Exactly. You kidding me? <laughs> Please. They're not glorifying anything. You know, come on now. I mean, of course, they are guilty of doing that sometimes. The media is responsible sometimes for doing that. But still, we're talking about the media in general. And so, I mean, so, yeah, so even, it's, it's horrible. It is horrendous, and no one wants to take responsibility for it. Exactly. And we can blame the media, but once again, I have to put a good chunk of it on our community because we, we yep. with the purchasing power that we collectively have, and we all acknowledge, yes, you know, DT as it is, is, you know, not doing the job. Nope. We should have another channel, um, or we should we should have lobby for more more programming. Interesting. The Black Intelligence Network. No, that sounds too lame. Never mind. Exactly. It's got to be oh, the bomb. T- the the bomb. Something. I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. Like the bomb channel. Yeah. yeah something. But you know, we, we, every other group, you know, effectively lobbies for you know equal portrayal of their groups. Like you know, even the Italians. Like yes, you know, we associate Italians with mafia, but you know. Right. Other you know Italian Americans that, that are portrayed you know positively in the media and they they fight for that. Us, you know we have you know BT, 
rough chicken videos. Yeah, we don't like it, but oh, well, it's cool. You know, I saw like where those pants look. You know, I can wish you shakes from the club. You know, I bet songs. Exactly. Exactly, and, and, and some people we just aren't taught to tell the difference. I mean, I, re- I remember watching Teddy Riley's video Rump Shaker Man when I was a kid. I don't even know if you guys are old enough to remember Rump Shaker, but uh, that was one of the first provocative videos that I could think of. I mean, I mean, just all the women were just were just perfect bodies, uh, you know, string bikinis bouncing up and down in front of the cameras, you know, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, what is this, you know? And it was exciting. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm young, I'm horny. You know, it was an exciting show to watch, an exciting video to watch. But I knew after that video went off that that was not a reflection of real society. And um, it didn't affect me in any adverse way, but I think, I think because I was always taught, you know, saying to, to think independently anyway and to think for yourself. And I was raised that way. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, and I was a big Luke fan back in the day. When NWA first came out, I was a big fan of that, you know, and like many kids were. But I never assumed that that was part of my life, that I never wanted that life. That's something I wanted to avoid. Yet, a lot of brothers are trying to actually grab on to these negative ideals. Why? Because of the women, because they fall in their women, basically. That's what I think it is, because they like the women. Ooh, I like that. My boy asked, I asked him that. So, you know, like you say, you think about stuff. You know, we think about stuff. These people are on the phone right here. We think about stuff. They have to do this. I'm driving the car because there's a lot of stuff he said that almost made me wreck. He was like, uh, I'm like, hey, man, why are you dressed like that? Why do you put a do-rag on your head and and wear the baggy pants and the long tees and stuff? I'm like, what's the purpose? He said, man, it's the only way I can get women to talk to me. Oh. I, and see, they're doing it. And, and Tyreek talks about that, too. He says some of these guys are following their women, and some of these women don't have common sense. So, therefore, the guy would not have common sense neither. Not all of them. Some of them are not, uh, they're not turned on to that. But you got some of them, they're like, you, you don't, like, I tell you, the girls are, ooh, you know, you dress like that, you're weird. You dress proper, you're weird. That's not black. One girl, she's like, what type of shoes you wear? I said, I wear sketches. And then a white shoe? <laughs> I'm like, well, what, what about your clothes? I didn't know a black person made them. I mean, what about Tommy Hilfiger? What about all those other stuff? I mean, I remember FUBU was there, but no, no one don't get FUBU no more. So, mm. I mean, what are you trying to get at? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So, mm. it, it's crazy. Maybe, maybe back, I would say maybe back in the 80s, 80s, maybe early 90s, maybe there would have been an excuse for saying, well, hey, they haven't been exposed. But I'm sorry, this is 2007. Everyone pretty much has been exposed, you know, on some level. To to either you know a positive influence or or a version of you know, just just using just using you know blacks as an example you know we 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 see another person you know of our same skin color our same race you know wearing like maybe khakis and and a polo shirt or you know in a business suit we see that but for some strange reason we want to glorify the guy. You know, sagging his pants on the corner. You know, the girl with, you know, the, you know, I hate to call this, but, you know, this is what it is. Got the lower back tattoo, you know, a.k.a. the tramp stamp. Yep. And some, some you know, you know, quote-unquote booty shorts. We want to glorify that. But, you know, you, you see the person, you know, you know, studying. You see the person with the books. Um, you know, my favorite example, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know, 
astronomer, astrophysicist. Yep, I'm one, uh, I, I, I know him. Uh, yeah, he's one of my idols. I'm not ashamed to admit it. But uh, <laughs> we'll be back. But, yeah, we want to glorify, you know, 50 Cent or, you know, Pablo Escobar for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. Hmm. That's, that's crazy, man. It is something. And, and, again, it just shows how... Again, I wish they'd take more responsibility, but again, I think they know, but they just don't want to pay up or own up. But um, when you think about the, uh, the influence that the media has on people, here's a quick little example. I think we all, we all know the impact, but just a quick direct example. Wearing pink for the longest time, for, I mean, this is just cultural. I don't give a damn, you know, if, what color you wear, but pink was associated with a girl's color. You end up with some rap group, come up with a video, and they're wearing pink shirts. Next thing you know, all of our children are trying to wear pink shirts. Does that show you the power? What, what, or, or shall I say, let's, think, let's go even deeper than this. Does this show you the potential of what, positive, uh, uh, what, what a positive impact we could have on our communities if BET, these artists, were to change what they're doing? If they can convince a lot of young kids to wear a whole bunch of pink shirts, or to wear these long tees that look like dresses that flap around in the wind, to wear their pants below their butt looking like inmates, if we can somehow, if, if, if the media can get our kids to think that's cool, imagine the impact that we could do, or positive things we could do, to show them that, you know, that other things are cool, like being a good citizen is cool, wearing your clothes properly is cool, speaking well is cool, getting your schoolwork in is cool. And that used to be the case. I don't understand because, yes, you know, the, I keep harping back to it. The 80s had its problems. But, right. you know, I remember Sesame Street. I remember watching Bill Cosby, you know, Fat Albert, you know, where where it was cool to, you know, go to school. You know, that, that was the message. Go to school, study. Right. You know, after every G.I. Joe cartoon, you know, no one passed the battle. I mean, That's right. That's right. You know, where, where did that go? That's Oh, I know what happened. Commercials took over those spots. <laughs> but but no, but yeah, you're right. I, that that is sad. I, I never thought of it that way. But you're right. I mean, I was uh, I remember being impacted. I can I can think back on all of those shows that kind of formed me to who I am today. So I tell people my parents had a lot to do with it, but I can think of all the media programs I've watched that helped form my opinions about the world. Monty Python, no doubt about it. That's why I'm an infidel today. It was Monty Python's Flying Circus. It was all the Monty Python movies that really made me first start critically evaluating society and religion and, and our social relationships, you know, and that, it helped me do that. And movies, you know, I guess you call them, today people call them gay movies, but movies like The Last Unicorn, classic in the 80s, taught me about sacrifice and love. You know, I mean, I'm telling you, and I was a kid, but those things impacted me and, and, and impressed something on me. Uh, Go a little further ahead. Thundercats, you know, uh, you know about again about self sacrifice and stuff like that, and all these cool shows. But they all helped me become who I am today. And back then, there was only one music channel, MTV. That was it. So I got, I just feel like you know, I got more cultured. I learned about more, more different types of music, and I appreciated different types of music um, as well. And but we didn't have all the stuff we have today. And I don't want to sound like an old fart, you know, but. It's, but truly, I can see the direct impact of what how the media is affecting our kids. There's no doubt about it. I'm right there with you. I mean, you know, uh, you know, me and Evan, we talk about this all the time at work, where we talk about like old shows. You know, yeah. <laughs> even some of the horror shows. You know, like, like Twilight Zone. Ah, oh, that's freaky, man. That that theme still puts chills up my spine. But yeah. <laughs> you know, 
think that's that's another, you know, mm. I hate to say downfall society, but things are so cookie cutter now. I mean, you've got sound bites and news bites, uh, and I, yeah. I want to say it was Bill Maher that, that, that said it best, you know, yes, you know, we have these sound bites and quick, you know, little 30-second, you know, info, payment, little spots, but some things you can't break down in 30 seconds. That's right. You, you just can't. That's right, and the one who can and the one who can win with the with the best soundbite to get your attention and 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 close the deal is the one that's going to succeed. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. I, I deal with that every day in what I do every day. For, for every for every uh, thing that someone or should I say for for every mistruth that someone puts out there, it takes me 15 minutes to explain it away. I mean, so I mean, it, that is so crazy how that works, and most people don't have the patience to hear the truth. They rather hear something that makes them comfortable. Exactly, makes them comfortable, makes them feel good. Like, you know, I don't want to hear about you know the war costing me and my children, you know, twenty-two thousand dollars a day. I don't want to hear about that. Right. I want to hear that. Are we doing good? Yes or no? No. Exactly right. Can we do better tomorrow? Yes. Our time good. And that's that's how it works. And it's just, mm. you know, it's just it's maddening. Shoot, Mr. Donwan, what you got to say about that? Well. Man, I can't, I can't, I can't tell you more than that. You guys been you know, all up to the point. <laughs> You've been taking notes over there, literally. Now, now I'm ignorant here, Don. Where are you from? Uh, Nepal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What? What? I'm curious about how things are over there. I mean, do you see a uh, also a a I guess you can call it a regard for gross anti-intellectualism? Is that also prevalent? Yeah, you know, it's. I think it's everywhere. Yeah. Because, you know, instead of we're moving forward, being more intelligent, you know, the media, it's, I would like to say the global media, you know, they're trying to push us towards, you know, a globalized way, like what, what is good rather than, I don't know how to put this, but, it's not that smart enough, and you know you're supposed to teach your kids how to progress in a positive way rather than you know right uh, pushing them towards the clubbing and doing this and that you know that's good once in a while, but twenty four seven in your channel is not good. that's what I'm trying to say mhm mhm it, it it is good to have fun and all of that, but it has a time and a limit right you just can't do it like all day all night. James, I'm curious, what, what do you think about that about a comment earlier about this seeming uh, disregard for intellectualism? Well, it, it's, it's so funny you mentioned that because you know, I've, I've had that conversation before as well. Mm-hmm. Right now, you break down like this. Speaking from an American standpoint, I know that pretty much since the inception of this country, there's been a strong tint of, of anti-intellectualism, like, for example, uh, you know, President Lincoln caught hell, you know, during his campaign, you know, for one of the reasons because he appeared to be, you know, smarter than the average citizen. And mm. I, I think that, you know, is is based on the fact of, of, of our individualism. You know, here, it's not so much what you know, but what you can do. Mm-hmm. I know this is this is a sharp contrast to mm-hmm. say, uh, for example, you know, far eastern philosophy, where I know in, in their schools, 
you know, because I have a friend that, that is actually, he's um, he's English over there. And in their schools, you know, rote memorization, facts, um, learning knowledge um, just, you know, because it's there and it needs to be known, that is pushed more so than, you know, more Western civilizations where we have, you know, yes, it's good to know things, but can you apply Mm. And I think that 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 coupled with, you know, push for, I don't want to sound like a registered here, but, you know, push for capitalism (laughs) with regards to, to, you know, we see success as who can make the biggest buck. Of course. I know in in some other um, regions, uh, like, again, like Far Eastern and and even African, um, in the African regions, is more so how can you uplift the community, you know, pretty much as a whole, just just grossly simplifying it. You know, how can you uplift the community? What can you as an individual do to strengthen the community? Whereas, you know, on our end is, you know, what can you as an individual do to stand out from the rest and and rise above the rest? Which isn't popular, unfortunately. Yes. Hmm. And I, I think that, you know, those factors, Especially today, where it, where you know people want to say the media is bad, but the media is is the media mainly because the media is now out to make money. Right. That that is the right. bottom line. Increase the bottom line. That mm-hmm. is the, the mantra of the day. Where you know, pretty much all businesses, even nonprofits, unfortunately these days, you know, increase the bottom line. And with that comes a whole host of of, of other problems where you know, if I increase the bottom line. I have to, you know, cut corners here. I have to, you know, stretch the legal de- definition of what I can do to its legal limits, irregardless of moral or ethical standpoint. You know, and and I think that that is that is. Hmm. I think that's one of the main problems that, that we have, in, at least here in American society. I know it's not as bad right. in English or European society yet, but it's getting there. Hmm. Yeah. And in that regard, yes, I must say, parents definitely have a big responsibility in helping with that. Because if they knew what we're talking about, they parent, the parents need to know what we're talking about. That look, you're being taken for a ride. It's all about just making money. You need to tell your kids this. Tell them that they just want to make money off you. You know, there's no popular is subjective. You know, fashion is subjective. Think for yourself, being an individual, and uh, you'll rise above. And, and and then we can all make this world a better place when we start thinking uh, for ourselves instead of following blindly. Exactly. You know, people want to say, you know, I want to wear the white tee and the sagging pants. I'm, I'm an individual. Yeah, but you look like the other 15 guys standing over there. Exactly right. You're not an individual. Dude, it's funny you say that because somebody was arguing with me about that the other day too. I think I think it was actually my stepson who. <laughs> it was my son who was trying to tell me I am an individual. I'm dressing the way I want. I said, exactly. And I said, no, but you look just like everybody else. And where did you where did you learn that style from? I I made this one up. No, you didn't. I just saw it on BET the other day. <laughs> you know, and he's like, uh, uh, uh. So I'm teaching him. It's like because he didn't even realize. I told him the best way to not have to worry about being bullied in school is to be an individual. When you struggle to be like everybody else, that's when you're a target. When they realize you don't give a damn, they leave you alone because you now look more like you're mature. They, they, you, you remind them more of an adult, and when you can do that, you become less of a target. I wish I knew that when I was growing up. <laughs> you know, yeah, but uh, you should mention that when I was growing up, because cause here's another thing that I hear a lot of people say: it's like, well, you know, the intelligence. I wish the media would stop saying this. 
intelligent kids are picked on, and and you know some kids tend to be dumb because you know if they they appear to be intelligent, you know they're they're picked on and they're they're you know bullied. Mm-hmm. And that's not the whole story. Exactly right. Like a sound bite. So no, I was intelligent in in you know, I was always in the advanced classes, the the AP courses uh, back when I was in school, and. I can I can count on like one hand the time that I was actually negatively impacted by being intelligent with my peers. You know, right, for the most same part, here. I was actually admired. There you go. The ones that that tried to to lord over, you know, the, the other the other kids, the ones that didn't have you know what they call now you know social, you know IQ is I think it's like emotive or emotional you know quotient quotient EQ. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the ones that that generally got, you know, that got harassed, and even then it was it wasn't to the point where oh it's because you're intelligent for picking at you. I was picking at you because you're a jerk. <laughs> you know that's that's you know pretty much how it is, and I, I think that that you know a great chunk of that misinformation is distributed to our to our children, and then they they tend to feed on what you know you know they hear you know adults. Speaking, and they they act it out. So it's one of those. Hey, gentlemen, I step on one second. I'll be right back. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, man, I'm I'm just telling y'all, man, it, it, it's some crazy stuff, man. It's it's a lot of people they like they give up, man. And you know, we know how those people are. They'd be like, well, I just give up. Like someone told me that I had to lower my standards too, as well, which I think is not that good, you know. It's not good to tell someone else to lower your standards because you didn't make it. <laughs> well, what do you think about that, Mr. Don Juan, about people lowering their standards as well? Well, some people, they love to do it. I don't know for some reason. Shoot. Yeah. I know, I, I know there's some people, you know, who love to lower their standards. Just do. But... They shouldn't do it, but sometimes, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Well, I feel, too. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm talking out. It's very you know sad. Oh, I can't hear y'all. Wait, who say what? Oh, no, what I was going to say is this. If someone tells you to lower your standards, basically they're telling you, you know, you should fail. <laughs> because they're telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I get that all the time because I tell you that guy in the car, I was like, you know, I want to talk to a good quality woman. He said, no, bump that, man. You can't get that around here. You just got to get anything that comes across to you. He said, I don't have standards, and it works that well. I'm like, mm-mm. It's not even what women is about life, too, because that dude smoking weed, too. He a pothead sitting, working on his seven, eight year in college on the same major. <laughs> Unless you're pulling a doctorate, and yeah. uh, another red flag. That's crazy. Parents don't care. They just give him up because he's the only child. Yeah. yeah. He he's thinking, well, I, I get these girls drinks. So I mean, I don't understand. They should understand that. They should understand, you know, when you're growing up and stuff, you know life ain't easy. You know it ain't. They might have a silver spoon in that mouth, but what if your parents die the next day? What you going to do? <laughs> They'd be SOL. Unfortunately, I have got to head out again. I've got like a little bit more business to take care of. But okay. talking to y'all, 
Uh, Mr. Don Juan, nice to hear from you again. Take care. All right. Same uh, here. Uh, Thanks for coming. Okay. All right, then. Well, I think we need to go ahead and wrap this up right here because we did a good good bit. What you think, Don Juan? Yeah, I think we did. We covered a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah, I returned, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're about to go ahead and wrap it up. Because sure. We just, we just, we just talked so much information. You know, so it's going to take them like two months to, to digest it. <laughs> They're going, damn, they just soaked it in, man. Reggie just put it in our head. <laughs> well, I hope yeah. so, right? That, that, that's what I do. Yeah, because that might be like that one girl I tell you about. Tell me, this is too much for me. It's like I'm studying for a test. <laughs> like, damn, it's basic sense. Right. You know, some people don't got basic sense. I love know? to tell them, girl, I have not even begun. Yeah. So we got to get you back <laughs> probably maybe at the end of this month or the beginning of November because we got more stuff that we need to chop up. And I want a lot of people to wake up to it as well, too. Sounds good to me, man. I appreciate but, it. But go ahead and give out your information to the audience that are listening so they can get an idea, you know, mm-hmm. how they can locate you. And yeah, sure. Yeah, well, you, They can check me out on YouTube by just typing in Infidel Guy uh, or Reggie Finley or Reginald Finley, and uh, you'll see some of my videos, you know, one of which I think you mentioned was A Message to the Thug and Thugettes, mm-hmm. which is a very popular one and uh, pissed a lot of people off. Essentially, I'm criticizing uh, these wannabe pimps and pimps, you know, pimpesses and players and all the, just all these this fake crap that, you know, this... Uh, you know, basically just thuggery. I'm criticizing that. And uh, and uh, infidelguy.com is my homepage, and uh, they can check that out. It's I-N-F-I-D-E-L-G-U-I.com. And uh, it's funny, on the front page of that site, too, by the way, I've, I recently uh, published another YouTube video in which I'm analyzing the Ten Commandments um, because so many people claim that the Ten Commandments is the foundation of our moral society. So I go, okay, well, let's look at them. And, of course, most people don't even know the Ten Commandments, so that was a really interesting uh, recording, so they can check that out. Um, also, thedebatehour.com is uh, another website of mine. Uh, I own very, too many, but those are my primary ones they want to check out. Just check out the YouTube videos and check out infidelguy.com, and my show is live uh, every Thursday and Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay, all right, then. You hear that, folks? I need to tune that in and listen to it. Make sure you comprehend this stuff. I don't want to hear y'all crying and stuff because y'all need to know. Stop getting, you know, played, you know, by all the stuff that the masses are doing. Like, if one do jump up, like 10 people jump off a bridge, you know, are you going to do it? <laughs> don't don't be like that. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't ask them that. <laughs> <laughs> they might still be on the news. Damn, five people died the other night. <laughs> it was on a rap video. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. But, Yeah. Again, if y'all want to uh, get into the official group of Nothing But The Truth, this is what it is right here. Go to MySpace at www.myspace.com forward slash NB underscore truth. Again, www.myspace.com forward slash NB underscore truth. The Yahoo email that y'all can send us emails to is NB underscore truth at yahoo.com. The home site is http colon forward slash forward slash home dot earthlink dot net forward slash squiggle Luke Brooks one three zero two and the voicemail is six four one seven one five three nine zero zero extension three three two seven one 
pound. Leave your message there. If you'd like to remain anonymous, go ahead and do that. Tell us what you think about the show. Let us know what you're feeling. Give us some ideas if you'd like us to talk about something. We'll get the people on here to talk about it as well, too. And, again, I appreciate you, Rachel, to come out here and mm-hmm. chopping it up with us and making people wake up. I mean, it was great, man. This is a great show, man. Uh, well, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Can't wait to come back. All right, then. And Don Juan, thank you again for coming on here helping me out. And Lisa's down in the land, so you might see a girl winking her eye and stuff. If you if that's her, Reggie, you know who it is by that wink. Cause hmm. Hmm. Is she single? What's up? <laughs> yeah, 5'10", single, likes to smile a lot for no reason, but, you know, that's her. <laughs> Real bright girl. But, yeah, I thank y'all, and I hope y'all enjoy. And don't forget to tune in on Tuesdays and Thursdays for Fallen Men. I talk about how some guys are ending up tricking and simping. And you can see that or listen to that at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash falling in. And you'll be right there to the site where you can listen to the show. And I might go back on to the 12 o'clock afternoon, you know, get everyone to listen to it because it's true stories of people that end up doing crazy stuff. I might finish talking about that crazy girl that I met up with, man, crazy rendezvous, I might call it. But anyway, that's another story. I got those too. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're going to have to do that. <laughs> and next week's show is going to be talking about long-distance dating. Do <gasps> you think you can survive and the people that have succeeded in that? And how does it work and how does it fail? Mr. Don Juan's going to talk about it in particular with me because he has knowledge of long-distance. So, right. again... Thank you. I hope y'all enjoy, and y'all have a blessed evening, and enjoy your week. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Good night. Bye-bye.